This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. Here are Cove, Brock, and James. You've always gone. Rebel Scum. What's up, James? We're back once again. You're muted. You're still I'm tangled. Well, boom, well, bang, we're back at it again, baby. Rebel Scum Podcast episode. Actually, I know this. Two eighty nine. I'm Brock. This is James. Welcome to the howdy. Podcast. This is a good time. Hello. It's a good time. You know why it's a good time? Yeah. Why? What? <laughs> I thought we were being dramatic. The most technical difficulties you can have to start a show, <laughs> that's where I'm at. Star Wars... Star Wars is on a bit of a break right now, so we can kind of relax. So now, have a good time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can sit back and enjoy... I don't know. what's What are people watching today? Uh, are people excited about Secret Invasion? I have yet to watch the second one. I do want to watch it. Um, what else? What else is, I don't know. What, what, the third what do we one digest? Now? The third one is out today. Cause today is Wednesday. Yes. Yes. I keep forgetting what day it is this week. <laughs> I, you know what? Um, I don't know how it's going, but apparently the first one was the second worst view. Oh, really? Wow. Marvel show. Yeah. I, I, I honestly, I know we're not going to talk about it, but I do think superhero fatigue is real and i think people are kind <laughs> uh, of like yeah i i honestly i do i think people are kind of like okay whatever and then also i think the same thing happens with star wars where there's i think there was star wars fatigue too but mm-hmm. i think it's also like why am i going to sit and watch this episode weekly when i'll just wait for them all to be on and then watch them <laughs> on my own pace i think that's another yep. factor so I, for me i'm the same with mandalorian because it picked up as it went on i'm curious what these views will viewerships will be when it's all said and done and it's out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, when is Ahsoka coming out? It's August, but when? August 23rd. And, oh, so we still have a long, long way. And I'm so upset about that, Brock. I'm on paternity leave <laughs> at the, the last week of July until the 24th of August. I'm like, you had all this time for me to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I get one episode. Yeah, I yeah, get yeah. one episode. Oh, so me and uh, so my hope is that by the end of this episode here, Kathleen Kennedy is fired for making that decision. <laughs> that's my, that's my. Hope. I was so excited. They're like August is the so I'm like, yeah, all month. I get all month, and they're like the the twenty third. I'm like, you jerks. You jerks. <laughs> well, in between no Star Wars stuff, I have been keeping busy. I've read two more High Republic things. Now, before you get impressed, one of them was the script for the audio play of Battle of Jeddah. 
interesting book. I think it would probably have been better to listen to audio. Though, I don't know if you know, well, you have a Kobo, but I, I read a lot of digital books on my Google Books app. And there's a section, and maybe all of them have it. I don't know. It's just the only one I use. There's a section that says read aloud and a computer voice reads to you. It's not as good as an audio book, yeah. but it's like when you're driving and it's a book you just want to get through, it's perfect. I tried to do that with Ready Player 2 on 1.5 speed, and I still hated that book. Um, so I, I would read... love to hear your thoughts on that book. Oh, God. Never again. I was just like, I was going to spite read it, and I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? Um, so I read Battle of Jetta. Very cool. Fits in a lot of the characters from the previous High Republic stuff. And I read uh journey to to or or race race to planet x which is the young adults star wars book as well so it's like again doing the same formula of like they have a whole bunch of characters of just across the board and they smatter them throughout um still wondering why they jump like what a hundred years into the past from phase two to phase one I don't know. <laughs> Would it be good, like movie or TV down the road? Absolutely. They've created some interesting characters that like maintain across the board. So I, I'm hoping to read the next one, which is I think the the second book of the adults, like whatever uh, Cataclysm, which is like they're all C names. I was like Convergence is the first one. This one's Cataclysm. The covers kind of look the same. Um, yeah. So I'll report back on that. Obviously, no one here cares because I don't think anyone's reading High Republic, but... I'll bet you Dale is. <clears throat> oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm not reading it. I'm not lost to you again. Like, I can see you. I can't hear you. <laughs> I'll probably get into it at some point. <laughs> um, I don't know when. I'm in the middle of reading... Uh, the Witcher right now. <laughs> for, I've been reading it for a year. I haven't picked it up. And then there's something else I'm in the middle of reading as well. So I might get to High Republic. I did read a Star Wars book. Anyway, it was a while ago. It was actually, I think, two years ago. <laughs> yeah, probably. You know what? The thing is, is and it's it's superhero fatigue. There's just too many Star Wars books. <laughs> so I'm at the point now, I'm like, what one do I want to read? And I haven't... And the thing is, books... I mean, I could get, I should get a library card because you can read library books on the Cabo. Yeah. But my problem is books are so damn expensive also. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Every, everything is. But books are so expensive. It's like I've got to really pick and choose what I want. And so I got uh, the Leia book by Claudia Gray for free with my Cabo points because you get points if you spend way too much money on it, which is easy. So I got that for free a while ago. But that was the last one that I bought, mm -hmm. I think. I think I read one. But... Which is so expensive. I got to pick and choose. So when I'm done reading these Witcher books, I might get back into Star Wars reading. Um, mm -hmm. But we, we need to bring back the books and comics segment. I think the fans are demanding it. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> I the mean, only demand we've ever gotten was the, the, the Hollow News song. <laughs> I mean, I can pretty much guarantee I'll read all the High Republic stuff because um, I pay for all my books. But also, also the one no. big fact. No, I know. But the one big factor is you are way more of a reader than I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, like to I'm... read, but you like you read. Like it's different. I'm like I'm gonna yeah, yeah. read, but yeah. I'm like I need to set aside my day 
plan my day around reading. You're just like in the middle of a freaking convention center. You'll read a book because that's just, yeah, you're, yeah. You're wired that way. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing when you can like. I I just digested the Seth Rogen book in like a day and a half because it's just like. <laughs> Seth Rogen just talking about whatever you can fly through that, um, sure but anyways, but uh, yeah, uh, High Republic. Like I still enjoy High Republic. I can't really figure out what exactly they're doing. Uh, whatever, it's cool. I again, I will continue to read this until we get to the acolyte in hopes that like yeah. the acolyte will make some sense. Maybe the acolyte will make me want to read High Republic. Maybe. Also, maybe I'll be like, oh. I kind of, I don't know. I hope it does. I hope it's not like you watch the Acolyte and you're like, what's this Brock? And you're like, well, in book seven, I hope it's more like when I, when I watch the Acolyte, I'm like, I'm really intrigued in this time period. I want to watch it, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm really excited for that. Uh, there was a rumor a little while ago that that show was canceled. I don't know if you heard that rumor. Oh, Acolyte? I, I went, I went on the Twitters, which it sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. And uh, they said that the Acolyte was canceled. They finished shooting it in the beginning of June, but it was canceled. They said, <laughs> they said we're Batgirling this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say Batgirl. <laughs> Although, yeah, they Batgirl that one. How, R- RIP to Willow as well. What? How do oh, you, yeah. There's a, and a movie just came out two months ago, and Disney's like, nah, you're done. <laughs> They're going to get rid of it. A two-month-old movie. Like, I bet people probably What's... haven't even found. I don't know what it is. It's just oh. a sci-fi movie, I think, with the actress from the girl from ghostbusters afterlife i haven't seen oh. it i just saw articles about it. i'm like i didn't even know this was a movie I'm, <laughs> it's a like i don't know it's just it's so we live in such a weird time where like now streaming is operating like movie theaters if you don't make it in the first weekend you're out of here like mm-hmm. uh, i was you know i don't yeah, I, don't know, I like like I'm talking about The Witcher. I'm watching that s- season three right now. I think I'm two or three episodes in with Aaron. We're like just mm-hmm. taking our time. Like, yeah, we'll watch it. We'll watch it. Yeah. You got to get your cavil while you can because he's on I, on the way. Why? He's on. I, I was so confused because my wife loves Henry Cavill. So like <laughs> we watch Witcher together. I actually like yo. If you like Henry Cavill, you'll probably like The Witcher. And she's yeah. really into fantasy novels now too. So. It was right up her alley. And like, sec, sec, we started the second season and we're like, I, I, it didn't, we didn't hate it, but it wasn't grabbing us as the season before. But like, I thought that season two was just season two, not season two, part one or whatever. So when I saw he's back again, I'm like, well, then why are we all worried he's not coming back? Oh, no, no, season so, three? no, so no, no, it's season, season four. three. Season four is not. I, I actually like season two better than season one. I um, uh, the, he's well. They changed the source material, and he wasn't happy about it. I guess I don't oh, really I know. I don't know because I haven't read all the books. Like I said, I'm still in them. So the season three I haven't read, but season one is very similar to the first book, which is a bunch of short stories. Mm-hmm. And uh, from what I could tell, they just kind of took the short stories and turned them into one. Like they kind of pieced them together to be one big story. So, like, all the little events in season one are basically separate story, like, individual short stories that are put into this one novel. Then the second book I read was all one story, and it was fairly similar to season two, I thought. But I guess Henry Cavill and a lot of Witcher fans didn't. I don't know. I look at things very differently. I usually also don't like things that are, like, based on books. Like, I'm always, like, it's always weaker. So, I, yeah. over my 42 years, I've really focused on separating 
family's money. Because it ruined Jurassic Park and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's ruined a lot of movies for me <laughs> when I'm like comparing it. So now I try to separate. But I thought they were, I thought it was fine. Season three, we started. But yeah, Henry Cavill's leave, leaving because of all like, he didn't like the showrunners and then like, and it's going to be Liam Hemsworth. And I got to be honest with you, I really don't care. Yeah. I don't like it when actors change. I think it's, they shouldn't. But I also, because I'm old now, I also don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I think I like Henry Cavill better than Hemsworth. I think I've seen Hemsworth in, I in he was in a, an Expendables movie I saw. Yeah. And The Hunger Games. And that's all I've seen him in. Yeah, exactly. And I've seen Henry Cavill as Superman and The Witcher, basically. And that's it. So I don't know. You know, I really don't care. I, I'm sure it won't be as good, though. Who knows? I don't know. I just like why announce any of that? I know, like they kind of have to do it for like the the film rags and whatever. But like, if it's not even, it was such a big hot topic like six months ago, and the series, the second part of season two just came out. And I'm like, well, why not? Why I don't know. I get it. I guess I don't know. Maybe you don't. Are, wait, this is season three, Brock. Oh, I thought it was season three. Maybe you three missed two season two, me. and you need to. <laughs> no, no, I, I saw, I saw season <laughs> season two where the girl has eyebrows all of a sudden. So, <laughs> no, like, yeah, I like the first one. We just couldn't. The second season, whatever, didn't grab me. So. Yeah, so I, I think, and I like that one, but I like it. I, I like them all. I don't really care. I have these soundtracks on vinyl for both, and I sit in the corner listening to Witcher music, and sometimes the bard playing. And the video game, I'm very bad at the video game. I should let everyone. Mm. Anyway, let's talk about Star Wars. Um, before we get into the R-rated Zack Snyder, James Magold topic, Kathleen Kennedy was interviewed. Did you see the interview that she had? No, I don't think so. Where she, where everybody kind of twists her words, but she said it's time to kind of move on from George Lucas. They culminated <laughs> that. And now it's time to move on from his characters and his stories and move past it. And my feeling on that, Brock, like that's paraphrasing what she said. But my feeling is, yes, it is time. Let's move yeah. on. Let's move forward. This is what I thought the sequel should have been. The sequel should have <laughs> let the past die, kill it if you have to. And give me the new crap. I'm I'm ready for the new crap. Don't disrespect the old crap yeah. and the new crap. I'm not saying that. But I'm ready to move forward. I'm ready to move forward on every ip there is let's move on i'm good yeah. with it like i mean look i love indiana jones i haven't seen the new one i love indiana yeah. jones he's 80 years old i'm ready to move on yeah exactly Don't make it chris pratt make chris pratt the voice of an animated indiana jones but not live yeah. action but like i'm ready to move on give me the new generation and i'm going on with these stories because like i said with the witcher i'm too, i don't care anymore just give me the new guys give me the new blood and i'm in but I wanted to talk to you about it and see if uh, she hasn't been hired, fired yet, Heidi. And I want to hear what, what you might have thought about those words of wisdom. Ah, whatever. Okay. It's like, I mean, I I have completely embraced High Republic. And aside from Yoda, there's like no characters we know outside of it. I'm down because it's like a good Star Wars book doesn't rely on a specific character. It relies on certain like tropes, you know? So like can't, I, there was something I was thinking about. Recently, I can't remember what it was, but I mean, like, you know, we can kind of see it in Mandalorian to an extent. Uh, it's just kind of, I mean, Ahsoka possibly could be as well. I know it exists in the Skywalker saga to an extent, but like, if those shows prove that you can, like, like Indiana Jones, 
Harrison Ford's never going to do another one of those movies. Like, he's getting... Well, though, Harrison Ford is working more than he's ever in his entire life. But, uh, like, Disney owns Indiana Jones now. So, yeah, maybe they'll make this movie, or they've made this movie, and maybe they'll wait five to ten years. But, like, they own the IP. Like, it's Indiana Jones. Like, they'll do something. And, like, there's so many instances of... Like, how many... Bonds do we have? How many Batmans do we have? And you either like some or you don't like some. It is what it is. They're still gonna make it, so move on. Like it's just like I we have to. It just like you can't get Mark Hamill to do things anymore. And Harrison Ford, even though he's working constantly, doesn't want to be in Star Wars, so we can't we can't focus on the scares. Could you do like animations where their voices kind of sound like the original things, and then do more stories? Absolutely. But like, yeah, like move on. <laughs> yeah, well, I think Indiana Jones though they've, I, I like I said I haven't seen the new one. I've heard mm. a lot of people seem to like it, like critics or whatever. But people who watch it seem to like it. They're like, it's an Indiana Jones movie, which is why you go see Indiana Jones. Mm. I think I, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. But when I have an Indian, I love Indiana Jones, and Aaron got me this like making of book thing like years ago, and in it there's a I believe it's a conversation transcribed with Kasdan and Lucas and Spielberg and they're talking about Indiana Jones and I think his name is I think this is when they go from Smith to Jones is in this conversation but in the conversation they're like it's called Raiders of the Lost Ark and I think it's Kasdan or Spielberg's like why he goes because we're going to do a bunch of these movies and they're all going to be called Raiders of this Raiders of that Raiders of Ruff. it ended up being Indiana Jones he was you're right but like Disney can just go back and make a Raiders movie Oh yeah. And you could cast oh, yeah. anybody yeah. as the kid. And you could and if that actor doesn't work, guess what? We're making another Raiders movie and the Raiders is this actor now. Yeah, absolutely. And you, absolutely. Like they can milk that. They could do a series on Disney Plus called Raiders of or just Raiders. And it and they could do stuff like that. So I think it's there for the taking. And again, I would totally be down for that. Absolutely. Um yeah. because Why not? but we aren't we aren't normal, I guess. I don't know. We don't. I don't know. I... Who knows? Who <laughs> knows what you can do? It's like people don't like the Flash, but then you give them Spider Verse, and they get you give them like little nuggets here and there, and people go crazy. Like it's like who knows what people are gonna like? It's like it's like it's it's it base. It's like if let's say a thousand people don't like it, then you're doomed, right? Because those thousand, it becomes a pyramid scheme where those thousand people tell at least three other people and then it grows and grows and grows and grows. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know why people don't exactly like the, dislike the flash or just not even matter like, like or dislike. They're just not seeing seeing the movie. I don't know what it is. Why are people like, why is spoilers (laughs) across the spider verse? They drop in uh, Donald Glover as Prowler for a split second, and the entire crowd I was in goes nuts. Like, like it's one thing to like Spider Man to know the whole internet story of Miles Morales's history and Donald Glover's association with it. To then drop him in for that split second, you're like, "Well, thanks for ruining the movie." No, no, that's. The one minor small thing, but like it doesn't make sense, you know what I mean? I also think where you saw it probably factors into that as well. I don't know if I saw it, it would have the same reaction. Yeah, it's it's hard to say. Like, it's it's, I mean, I'm curious, I would be very curious now. I kind of want to do that social experiment. 
Um, I can't comment on any of that because I haven't seen either one of those movies. I'm yeah. hoping to somehow see The Flash this weekend, maybe. Probably and, and not. That, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but there is a internet thing in The Flash that's similar to that of Donald Glover in, in The Flash. So it's just like, ah! So it's like, but people aren't going crazy for it, to the, what I can tell. But maybe it's just because people don't see it. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's enough hatred for Ezra Miller that that definitely kills the box office. And then maybe there's just people like, I don't care about The Flash. Which, like, I, I don't know. It's. I think if The Flash came out like seven years ago, it would have done like a billion. Because I remember mm, yeah. my nephew, who's obsessed with Spider-Man to this day. is He's been obsessed all his life with Spider-Man. But there was a period of time when The Flash probably trumped Spider-Man. For like maybe a year or two when he was maybe about four or five and he's 12 now, 13. So like 10 years ago, let's say, nine, ten. And he's not the only kid. The Flash was a big thing back then. Because mm. I remember I remember going to Walmart and there'd be like the Flash and Spider-Man. I'm like, the Flash? What the mm. hell is like the yeah. Flash? And every kid was like, I love the Flash. I'm like, who loves the Flash? And maybe there was an animated show. I don't know what it was, but there was an obsession with the Flash. And now I can tell you, he doesn't care. I mean, he might want to see the movie because he loves superhero movies. Yeah. But he's not a Flash guy anymore. He's still Spider Man. Like, he's all, and he loves Miles Morales. Like, don't even get me started. But, like, he loves Spider Man still. But he doesn't, the Flash is just like, just another character to him. Uh, so I think he missed the boat that way. And I think also the, the DC shakeup is killing it. Yeah. And, superhero, <laughs> and superhero fatigue also, I think, plays a factor as well. Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah, maybe with, in relation to like, the flash show like because it's been on i think it just finished nine this years. year yeah. nine years so like and it was announced the same year as the flash movie yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. like i was talking to uh, my wife about it and she i was like oh did you know they cut grant gustin she loves the flash show she's like did you know they cut grant gustin out of the flash movie she's like really oh that would have been great it's like yeah especially since like Ezra Miller was on one episode or two episodes or whatever the- of The Flash. Like, when the movie was supposed to come out, when it's supposed to come out, you're like, oh. And that's... I, just- I have a, a friend of mine just saw it yesterday, and he said that he he thought that the Arrowverse did the uh, Flashpoint better than the movie did. That's what he said. And Mike, and I can't comment on any of that, obviously. I know you like The Flash, and... I think I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to like it because I saw like the end credit scene, Brock, and I'm all in on that. <laughs> but like, like my thing is, why would you not put him in the movie? Like, I don't know. It's it's frustrating. You just said Donald Glover and Spider Verse. Yeah. Like, th- there's like an awareness that you have to have mm-hmm. for your fan base, and the Flash fan base should like you. You should be like, even if it's like the director. Whoever it is, someone has to step in and be like, no. Because yeah. I know, spoilers, I know the Flash has a cam- another Flash has a cameo in the movie. You picked the wrong Flash. <laughs> like, they picked the Damn wrong it, Barry. Flash. There was like three Flashes they actually probably <laughs> could have put in there for people to like get excited about. And you picked the wrong one. Yeah. So I don't... I, now, that's another... I mean, I think if they would have announced he's in the movie, people would have gotten nuts. And Ezra Miller also is a problem also for that movie, I think, too, so... It's just funny because, yeah, like into the sp- across the Spider Verse and Flash coming out at the same time, which really, originally wasn't the plan, but like across the Spider Verse beat Flash to the the ca- the catch of like a multiverse movie at the time. So it's like, well, <laughs> I think the well, Spider Verse even- did it better. 
So. And Spider-Man Far, uh, which Far, Far, Far no, Home, yeah. No Way Home, and then Multiverse of Madness. Like DC yeah. had the multiverse in their pocket before yeah. Marvel, like years before Marvel. Yeah, and they waited until everyone's basically sick of a multiverse now, except for Spider-Man. I think the Spider-Verse movies are different from. It's yeah. kind of like everything everywhere all at once is different from a superhero. Yeah, multiverse movie, and I think Spider-Man is different too because those that's what those movies are about. It's not the it's not a gimmick for a generic yeah. MCU Spider-Man, which that movie crushed it. Also, made over a billion dollars during COVID, yeah. and you kind of like you feel like. Michael Keaton probably should have had that. Like people should have gone to go see Michael Keaton, but he—he's also like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are a lot of twenty and under year old Spider Mans, thirty year old yeah. and under Spider Mans, whereas Michael Keaton is forty year old and over Spider Man. He doesn't have—he doesn't have what Garfield and Maguire, especially Maguire, I think have, and. I don't like Christian Bale, who I guess they wanted. Nobody really has that. So I don't know. I guess it's different, but I like you said, like you made you want to watch 89 Batman again. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's anyways, I don't know. It's, you know, it to each their own, I suppose. Uh, I don't know. We are, we're, we're entering a weird saga in this, this, this month where like the big hit, the big, like vying <laughs> movies are, Barbie and Oppenheimer. And Mission like, Impossible. And Mission Impossible, sorry, yeah. But, like, the marketing campaign, the, the guerrilla marketing like those, <laughs> I keep sending those, you stuff because it's awesome. Those, those like, they're paying in, Instagram people or, or content creators to make all these memes. They're, they're, they're paying sure. them. Like, there's, like, it's just, like, it's just too perfect. Like, I get it. Christopher, you slap Christopher Nolan's name on anything, you know, it could be Hibachi, like, oh, the story of the man who made the Hibachi, like, oh, but Christopher Nolan, he's going to blow something up in it. Um, and then, of course, you know, Margot Robbie doing anything, Greta Gerwig for independent in, indie film, I don't know, she's not really indie film anymore, but like, you know what I mean? Like, indie darling, like, like the fact that those two are vying for box office space but then also that like the internet is almost into it as much as they are into the grimace shake is like mind-boggling i just like wow wow but yeah no like that's crazy like there has to be marketing there's no one that's there's no people like sitting around on reddit they're like hey let's talk about barbie and oppenheimer it's also great because tom cruise did a thing with macquarie where they bought tickets for oppenheimer and Barbie, opening yeah. night for both yeah. of them. Yeah. And then Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie did the same thing for Oppenheimer. And I'm like, yeah. it's yeah, it's also good because because everything's bombing now too, right? Spider Verse came out did very well, and then everything since then is just tanking at the box office. Yeah, I don't know. So it's good that they're kind of playing it like, hey, let's all go watch movies because they're all in the same business, right? None of them have jobs if people don't go see the movies. Netflix isn't eventually won't pay them what the box office is going to pay them, so they need it. So it's it's good sportsmanship, and yeah, but the the memes and stuff that are being created from these two movies that are so vastly different. Yeah. Is, I wish the internet was around when Batman and Robin and my best friend's wedding came out. That is, <laughs> I would have, they would have been. And then my best friend's wedding crushed it, and Barbie's looking to crush uh, Oppenheimer as well. So 
People want joy. That's what like I think uh, yeah. Oppenheimer is going to do do well, but Barbie's just if Barbie's good, that's what people want. They want a good time. Which which is weird because the Flash looks like it's a good time. I, I think. Yeah, I would say it does. Like, it's a lot more lighthearted than anything else we're putting out. Like, it's just like it's depressing to me that Batman constantly succeeds for DC to an extent, and then I guess Suicide Squad, and it's just like or the sorry the second Suicide Squad. Like, they're good, but it's just like. It's just, I don't know. I want you to see The Flash just for Michael Keaton. And it's just like, we could make this movie. We could make a movie. It doesn't have to be Michael Keaton. But, like, you can make a Batman movie like Batman 89 right now. And it would just be as good. And it doesn't have to be dark. It could just be, he's a detective. And he's a, a dark Avenger. Like, it's not like, oh, I put on the black eye makeup. And then, uh. It's like, oh, my parents died. Like, yes, like it's. You know, I've I've loved every Batman movie. I love the Batman, mm-hmm. but I'm also at the point now where I'm like, I my favorite Batman. I'm not even making this up because you know I love Forever, and I and I I saw Batman and Robin twice in the theater. Yeah, but my favorite Batman is Ben Affleck. I'm like, and I yeah. love my. It's not and not that I don't like Michael Keaton, but it's I think maybe Ben Affleck. But I'm like, I want to watch a freaking Ben Affleck Batman movie because I feel like. He would have. A, he would be a fun Batman to watch. He was. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> no, I don't know because there's nothing to talk about in Star Wars. We should get to that one topic yet. But yeah. like, Ben Affleck doesn't get a chance to have his own Batman. Yes. He's just there. He's like the second banana to everything. Everything. But, but, I, like, but every time I see him, though, I'm like, he's yeah. like, especially the yeah. Zack Snyder Justice League. I'm like, he's freaking a great Batman. That they I want to watch more. They set up the idea that he is like a tactician. I don't think they've done that with any other Batman. Well, because like we haven't had a Batman that interacts with people. That's what's that's what Affleck's Batman is yes. different. He's interacting with other heroes, not like his rogues gallery or his sidekicks. Yeah. Like, he is interacting with other superheroes on a superhero team. We haven't seen that. So that's like why he is so interesting and wasn't given his full due. But, yeah, that might that might be why I'm dry because I did a, a ranking last year and I was like Affleck like I like Affleck I think he's great I don't think he got his due in terms no. of like playing it but every time he is the character I'm invested I'm like let's go and Pattinson I thought was fine for who that version was but he needs to grow up I think. <laughs> I like, your face is frozen right now. Oh, okay, great. I wish I taped that. Am I drinking water? No, no, you were like rolling your eyes like I said Pattinson. Yeah. Like I like Pattinson Batman, but I'm also I it's you know what's funny about I like the, I love I really love the Batman, but I watched this movie. First of all, it's a movie theater movie. You have to watch it in the theater because mm-hmm. it's just it's hard. It's not like you know how I watch the same movie five hundred times in a row? It's not one you can you have to pay attention to that movie. But like it's like you went dark and then they're like, okay, let's go darker. And then people are like, you went too dark. And they're like, okay, how about you make a movie? And Mattery's like, okay, but I'm going to go darker. <laughs> and I don't just mean like turn on a light. I mean, like, I'm like the Joker's disfigured. I'm just like yeah. something like, I, and the thing is, and I love the, like, I do love that movie a lot. And I'm looking forward to part two, but like the, the James Gunn, that's going to be directed by Muschietti who did, uh, the Flash, 
I'm really excited for that one because I feel like lights will be turned on. And like I said, I, and the thing is why I love Batman and Robin is because it reminded me of Adam West. Like it, because when I was a kid, Adam West was my Batman for eight years until Michael Keaton showed up. Right. Like I had eight years of every Batman animated live action was Adam West. And then Michael Keaton came, uh, Michael Keaton's come along and they're like, no, he's dark. And I'm like, what just happened to my Batman? And then when George Clooney came, I'm like, this is what I grew up with. <laughs> so like, it brings me back. Like, it's ridiculous. I know what it is, but like, and I'm not saying that's what I'm looking for, but I'm looking forward to just like Batman having a good time <laughs> on the screen again. I would really love to see that yellow emblem too. I want the yellow back. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But let's talk about Star Wars. Our little R-rated. topic you had. R-rated. R-rated. I don't well, know. Because Rebel Moon is a movie coming out in, in December, and Empire Magazine is highlighting it. It's on the cover of Empire Magazine right now. And it started with a pitch by Zack Snyder uh, to Lucasfilm. And he said, I don't want to mm-hmm. use any Star Wars characters, and it probably has to be R-rated. And then... On a, another interview, James Mangold said he was very close to doing a Boba Fett movie, and it was going to be almost R-rated, like an almost R-rated Western. And they're very they're separate interviews, not connected at all, but they're both. I'm just like, and I look at them, I say, okay, this is. I'm like, like Zack Snyder, you want to make Starship Troopers? <laughs> James Mangold, you want to make uh, something else? For for me, Brock, I just. The R-rated thing, I just, I don't know. I don't know why, why for Star Wars you need to do that. And for James Mangold, like, I really, I like, Logan's a great movie. But for me, the weakest parts of that movie are the parts that made it R-rated with the swearing. So I, I feel like you don't need it. It's more of a crutch for a lot of filmmakers. And Star Wars, I don't know. It should be something that kids can go and watch and have a good time with. I'll leave it to you. Hello. Brock, your thoughts? <clears throat> Brock. Down and out in Beverly Hills is not a, what's down and out in Beverly Hills. Should I Google it? Down and out in Beverly Hills. While Brock's gone, I will Google it. Down and out in Beverly. Can you hear me, Heidi? Oh, he's gone. He's gone. It's just me. 1986. Oh, I know this movie. Okay, I know this movie. Uh, For me, Star Wars doesn't need to be R-rated at all. I think I made that very clear. I love Zack Snyder. I'm a big Zack Snyder fan. Man of Steel is probably uh, my one or two favorite comic book movie. And it's not rated R. I don't think it needs... I don't think think superhero movies need to be rated R. Uh, I mean, the Joker's a different beast altogether, but I don't think superhero movies need to be rated R. And I don't think Star Wars needs to be rated R at all because it's for family, right? It's a family-friendly environment for 
to, to go and see it. And that's how it's always been. It's based off of those old serials and it should be a time for, for, and kids need to use their imagination with star Wars as well. So I don't, for me, R rated has no place in star Wars. Brock, what do you think? Uh, I don't know. I, when I hear R rated, all I think is DC, right? So, but only the Jokers are rated in DC. Yeah, but like you know, <laughs> I just like Suicide I Squad. Oh, Deadpool. It's like, well, yeah, like Deadpool. Like it's just like. When I hear R-rated, I think that, and it's just like, are you doing something that's worthwhile doing it? I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I'm so on the fence about James Gunn, but, like, he does make good stuff. He does good make good content. You know, I watched the Peacemaker show and loved everything about it, and it's like, Which is I don't R-rated. know if it's rated R. Is it R-rated? So, I don't know. I like, would have to be, I would think, yeah. It's not something I'm going to show any kids, right? And I would argue any of the Suicide Squads, one or two, it's like, you're not going to show these to kids, even though, whatever, everyone saw the Jared Leto Joker. But, like, I don't know. I I also said at the beginning of the show, it's like, hey, let's try something new. So if you can come up with something good, why not? I I don't know. It's... I think Andor was close. They almost used dropped the F bomb and they got a hard no on it, which I'm oh, fine yeah. with. You don't need to. But I think, like I said, I don't know if you heard, but I said Logan. Like I think of Logan. And Logan's oh, a great yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah. But my my least favorite parts of Logan are like the R rated parts where it's swearing. I'm like, because yeah. there's times when he swears. I'm like, you don't need to swear right now. You're just yeah. swearing to swear. And I feel like R rated. See, the Suicide Squad. I think it uses the R rating, but yeah. a lot of times I feel like they use it as a crutch. They use a lot of like mm-hmm. comedians especially but writers use the swearing as a crutch and this as a crutch yeah. it's like you don't need it you don't need blood and guts in star wars either so where what do you need the r for like and or <laughs> yeah as it is push it to the like that's as close i think as you should get to an r is Andor. like it was right there it's nitty it's gritty it could have gone over the edge but it didn't it mm. stayed kids aren't really going to watch it but they can grow into it eventually yeah. i think because and then when i say they're not going to watch it not because they can't because they're not going to enjoy it because it's probably going to bore the hell out of them but they'll appreciate it when they're older and that's as close as i think star wars should get to the r rating if you want to do r rating space stuff go to netflix like Zack snyder did just go to netflix it's like it's just weird because it's like what is even r rated anymore like probably horror films but like What's the last action film that was R-rated? Like, I'd imagine John Wick. I haven't seen it. I've never seen yes, a John Wick. Yes, there you Wick. go. Okay. I've never seen a John Wick. <laughs> I watched the first three on a whim, and I was like, wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, you're probably right. That's probably what it is. I'm like, because I'm like, Fast and the Furious is not, it's like, it's for La fam- Familia. They're, yeah, like, they're, they're rated F for family. For family. Anyways, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm, not into, I'm not into it. Like, you want to do R-rated Star Wars? Make something else. Like, yeah, know what you... And, and you like you said, DC, I think, yeah, I guess if you're doing, like, the Suicide... But I would imagine, like, a new... The new DCU with James Gunn now and Saffron in charge. <laughs> I don't, I, I'm wondering if there would be a place for the Suicide Squad and that and how, if Peacemaker will change now. 
are they because are they going to do that or are they going to go more the marvel route and make everything kind of like whatever pg or whatever marvel like every like marvel every time you watch marvel even werewolf by night which i thought was fantastic Mm. but they're all like safe like it's like the the boundaries aren't being pushed although maybe secret invasion is i don't know but i feel like they're all kind of like and maybe that's why people aren't watching these things as much because they all kind of feel like the same where you're like it's just Mm. gonna be safe like they don't go over yeah. But I did love Werewolf My Night, by the way. Yeah. I loved that. I loved that. <laughs> that one was smart. And like release yeah. it at Halloween. I'm like, yeah, great. Oh, yeah. I was like, I think I watched it on Halloween with Edward. We're, like, We're <laughs> watching the Werewolf by Night. And very exciting stuff. All uh, right. All right. Uh, never tell me the odds. I don't have the intro. So let's uh, never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds. Brought to you, me, and everyone in the vicinity of my voice, especially my wife, by Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash Podcast. If you like what we do, why don't you come on over and support us in any way you can. We greatly appreciate it. And we want to continuously talk about Star Wars and cough right in your face. The wonderful people that think we're just great are the following. Heidi Fetter, <clears throat> executive producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton. Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Rez, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmic Girl 02, Gleek Play 1, Disney Desi, Charlotte Denoners, Kayla Davis, and Dale Erdman. And that wasn't a cough rock, it was a sneeze. <laughs> At least I, you muted. <laughs> I, I had to know it was coming in hot because I am allergic to R rated Star Wars. That's what it is. It's, you know, if they did make an R rated Star Wars, I would. <laughs> I'd be all over it. I'd probably be like, this is the best Star Wars we ever got. I <laughs> uh, never told the odds. Finn will appear in the Ray Skywalker movie. Uh, there's a rumor going around that Daisy Ridley and Lucasfilm are trying to get him back. Uh, will Finn appear in the Ray Skywalker movie? Uh, yeah, probably. Because I feel like every actor that says, like, I am never going to do it again, all of a sudden just pops up. <laughs> like it's, Or, yeah. like, whatever. I'm going to go 75% on it. Really? I don't know. What is he doing right now? Like He has a what? show or a movie with Jamie Foxx right now. Okay. What is it called? Exactly. It's called, <laughs> the, it's called The Show with John Boyega and Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Or a movie. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. He was in Detroit 10 years ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was a good movie. Uh, I don't know. I think, look, man, you bring that Brinks truck up. Bam, bam, bam. I don't know how you have a Ray Skywalker movie without Finn once they made him Force-sensitive, which I don't think they should have done. Once they did that, how do you not put them together if she's rebuilding the Jedi Order? Like, his character, like, the Finn character should be next to Ray in that storyline. Like at some in some capacity. Not I don't it doesn't need to be a main character, but like Finn would follow Ray, be with Ray. Like that's how that character is. So I'm gonna go 90% because you if you don't it's stupid. Stupid. I never uh, oh, uh Rebels he's in what's he in? No, he's in uh, They Clone Tyrone. Yeah, I heard about that movie. I haven't seen any trailers on it, but like, that's what he's That's saying. the show, yes. I've only seen the poster. 
Uh, next odd, a rebel's character will die in Ahsoka. Hmm, I'm gonna go full Brock on that one because I know nothing about that show. So no one really does. <laughs> I'm gonna go <laughs> full Brock. Oh, full Brock. Rebels character would die. I don't know. Like, I mean, they're not going to kill Sabine. They're not going to kill Hera. Chopper, Chopper, you're on. It done. Uh, in our final, I don't know if you saw this interview with Kira with Amelia. What's her name? Amelia uh, Estevez. Uh, what's her name? Her and uh, Ben Quadaneros. What's his name? Mendelssohn and Clark. Amelia Clark and Ben Mendelssohn did an yeah. interview together. And someone said about her character in Star Wars, and she kind of gave this dumbfounded look. And then Ben Mendelssohn kind of like pushed it aside. Uh, no tell the odds of uh, Kira returning to Star Wars. Uh, it would be super awesome. I've always like I've always thought what they did in Solo would be interesting to continue. Um, and I know they did stuff with the comics, but. Uh, likelihood, I'm going to go 40%. I'm going to go 51%. Hmm. I don't see why you wouldn't. Like, Disney Plus, I I think you could do a really good show with Kira as a character after Solo. And you don't have to even have Solo or Chewie in it. Uh, But I think they are, because that movie failed so poorly for them, I think they are trying to move away from it. Mm Mm-hmm. Are we doing news today? No. No news. No, no news. news. Top five. Top I'm five. Writing, I'm writing my top five now. I can't think of my last one. Hmm. I'm going to go Benny uh, Quads. Top five characters to go on summer vacation with for a minimum of 10 days. <laughs> it's a minimum of 10 days. Watto didn't make my list. I feel like he'd be a disaster on a vacation. <laughs> um, minimum 10 days. Let us know who you guys would go on vacation with in the Star Wars universe. Mine are all amazing. My number five is Chewie because he would drive everywhere. Like Chewie would be my DD. He would drive everywhere. The only problem with Chewie is I don't know if we could go anywhere hot because he might like faint. Uh, Chewie is also kind of my number five as well, but I took the spin on like Go to where these people, these characters exist. It's not like oh. I'm going to Florida. I'm taking Chewbacca. Uh, oh, like so. My number five was Ewoks slash, or I guess Wicket slash Chewbacca, because I want to hang on either on Endor or Kashyyyk. Because you know me, I like both those characters. So it's like it has to be on there. So it's gonna know number five just because. Funny enough, my number four is Wicket, because if I go camping, I'm really going to need Wicket to help me out camping. <laughs> so that's my number four is Wicket. Uh, my number four, a new contender for characters, Captain Bombardier, because that place oh, looks yeah. awesome. <laughs> so you just go to that place, and you throw the turtle or frog or whatever. It's, I don't know, that they did Absolutely. the game with. My number three is uh, Grogu because <laughs> because he is adorable and uh, I want Grogu. Oh, I just realized I don't have a number two, so I'll write it in. My number three, three, is... three. No, I know. My oh, number okay. three is Padme because who doesn't want to go to Naboo? It's basically Italy. True. 
Uh, Naboo's nice. Not a lot of sand on Naboo, so you can have a good time. Heidi says she would not choose Anakin because she he doesn't like sand and she likes the beach. That's why you go to Naboo. (laughs) That's why you go to Naboo. You go to Naboo. Uh, See, if I was going to Naboo, Brock, I would have picked C.O. Bibble. (laughs) (laughs) Can only mean one thing. Invasion. Uh, my number two is Jar Jar Binks. Now you might be saying, but he would be annoying after 10 days and I will tell you to <laughs> shut up. That's uh, it. I would just tell you to shut up. He's amazing. I would go with Jar Jar Binks anywhere. Um, I don't know what character to choose, so I'm just going to go with the Emperor because I want to just hang out in Coruscant. Alright. That was and my he, write-in. <laughs> he could give you like a great tour. Like, hey, this is where I killed Maze Windu. I don't know what impression that was just now, mm-hmm. but Lucasfilm, call me. <laughs> and my number one is Captain Bombardier because I feel, <laughs> like, I feel like if you went to an all-inclusive resort, he would be the best one to go with, or anywhere. Like you could go somewhere, you'd be like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna fit the bill here." I'm Captain Bombardier, and he's Jack Black, and he's the best. Uh, my number one is Lando Calrissian because that guy, you know, travels in yeah. style and he goes where he wants to go and yada, yada, yada. Absolutely. <laughs> Heidi says, only if Bombardier sings Peaches. <laughs> peaches, Peaches, Peaches. By the way, movie of the year is Mario Brothers. The movie. <laughs> uh, perfect movie. The greatest movie of all time. End of discussion. If they go, the, next, the sequel, they're going to go to the multiverse. Because every movie has to go to a multiverse now. <laughs> they should lo- They should just. Well, no. I was gonna say they should pump the brakes on that, and and and, and like show you all the other characters of the Nintendo verse. But like you, I don't know. I just like a Smash Brothers movie could be a thing. But yeah. the do you do Smash Brothers first and then give each of those characters their own little movie, or do you? Do all of those movies and then bring them together. I don't think it'll be a surprise one way or another. Like if Nintendo continues to make bangers of a of movies, like they'll just make whatever they want. My thing is, I think Zelda should be done like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but like Kirby, how do you? How does a, like a, a Illumination should be making a Kirby movie next? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, there's a lot of characters. Like, I, I mean, I, I'd probably like like something a little bit more serious for Metroid. But yeah, if you could find a way to make all of these movies fit in your style illumination. Yeah. I don't know how Nintendo isn't signing it over because they like the Mario Brother movie from the 90s is one that I am very passionately uh, passionate about. Like, I, <laughs> I've watched that movie a bazillion times. And it's weird because now it's kind of got this weird cult following where people like it now. But it was hate. Like Nintendo wouldn't even talk about it for like <laughs> twenty years, right? I don't, yeah, yeah. Th- I don't even think they will to this day. And and what Illumination did was they put Mario Brothers on the big screen. They made it respectable, and they made over a billion dollars. Yeah. How do you not be like okay? Do Cur- like honestly Kirby, Star Fox? Yeah. Like th- those should be your next. Like Star Fox could be a phenomenal movie. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just like Mario succeeds so well because there's just so much lore to it. You know, there's so much to it involved, right? It's like Kirby. Yes. Definitely could do it, but like Star Fox, it's like, it'd be a good movie. 
it would be cool if they did like stop motion animation. Yeah. Like what they looked like in the Super Nintendo. You know, remember yeah. the Super Nintendo yeah, box? Yeah. Like all the like yeah, their like claymation. That like yeah. that I think would be the best move, but like yeah, I don't know. Well, you know what? You got you start with Mario and then that's why that gives you these characters to play with, right? Because then people are like it's kinda like the MCU, they start with Iron Man who you kinda and they're like Oh, by the way, these Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, exactly. But it's a good. But you make it good, and then yeah. people will go see it. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, uh, Illumination, Nintendo, call us. We've got ideas. <laughs> They're not good, but we got them. Kirby, but it's like, uh, uh, oh god, what was the Pixar movie about emotions? Oh fuck, what was that? Oh, the new one. The new one. No, no, like the old one. The oh, one. Inside Out. Inside, inside Out. Me. You just make inside, an Inside Out. Inside. Inside Out, but like a Kirby movie with that kind of like, oh, it's cute little characters. It's like, this movie is real and made me feel emotions. Like, that's what it should be. <laughs> I remember I didn't like that movie and Aaron loved it. And Aaron doesn't like cartoons and I do. It was very strange to sit through that one. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you're trying too hard. And I saw this on Inside Herman's Head 30 years ago. Sure. <laughs> with... What's her, what uh, Lisa Simpson's voice? What's her name? Uh, Nancy Cartwright. Nancy Cartwright. She she was in uh, no Yeardley Smith. It's Yeardley Smith. Yeardley Smith. She, oh, okay. She was in Inside Herman's Head. Hmm. All right. Anything else you want to say? No. Uh, happy Independence Day to our American friends, and Happy Canadian Day to our Canadian friends, and Happy Thursday to everybody else. <laughs> it's not even Thursday. <laughs> Yeah, you, you, you got to plug in again. There you go. <laughs> it's annoying because I wasn't even unplugged. It, it barely came out. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, Heidi, thanks for sticking around. Brock, you yeah. were always... Hold on. Scum. Rebel scum. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.